Hello everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Tuesday, and <laughs> there has been a huge, uh, there's some big news at Coinbase, which of course, as you know, is the one of the biggest uh, coin, uh, Bitcoin companies. They're going to lay off 14% uh, of their um, workforce, so it is not looking that great for Bitcoin right now. Um, you know, we've had this movement downwards, and it's, you know, I, I'm going to cover it here in a little bit, but boy, oh boy, um, you know, I think several of the other wallet companies are not even going to be able to, uh, uh, they're not, you know, you're not going to be able to get your money out of this. So I think that we're going to see an interesting crisis in Bitcoin, the people that have uh, Bitcoin in their wallets. You know, here's the thing. If you are holding Bitcoin right now, and I'm, I'm not holding any Bitcoin, but if you are holding Bitcoin, I think that it's a good idea possibly to maybe uh, at least get some of your cash out of these, out of these companies because um, these are not insured by the FDIC. And, you know, there's, there's, there's some issues careful um, you know regarding this I just think that you know we may have a situation very very quickly where there is a run on these um, you know on, on these uh, coin companies uh, you know that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm seeing I mean even though they aren't technically banks uh, you know you're gonna probably see some some serious um, you're, you're gonna you're gonna see some serious um, um, uh, uh, people coming and trying to get withdrawals. So if you do have a situation where you are holding Bitcoin in one of these wallet companies, you know, you might want to, you know, hedge your bets a little bit. I know that, you know, you know, panic selling is never a good thing. But remember the rule. And the rule is if you're down more than 7% on anything, you need to liquidate it. And why? Because uh, because it can, go down, it, can, it can go down to zero. So uh, you know, that's. I just wanted to FYI everybody out there um, about it. I mean, uh, you know, this is not looking very, very strong for Coinbase, um, and Coinbase is the biggest one. They're the best. Uh, you know, they're the, they're the best um, um, capitalized. So, um, just want to take a look quickly at the GBTC. This is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, uh, and as you can see, the the chart is not a good chart at all. Uh, it has gotten into a downward trend. <laughs> so this does not bear well for the future. I mean, uh, right now, I think uh, Bitcoin is at about 24. Uh, let me see, let's, let's go to the live Bitcoin chart. Uh, let me see if I can do that. Uh, you know, go, go, over to, go, over to the, go over to the live Bitcoin chart and see if I can uh, give you a good play on that. Let's see. Huh? Goodness gracious. Uh-oh. Just ignore that phone call for, for right now. Should always change, change it to uh, <laughs> change it to the uh, um, change it to where it's off. But let's take a look at the live Bitcoin chart. And basically, the situation here, of course, is that we're at twenty one four fifty nine. Uh, now it was up a, a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's, it was down about a thousand dollars today. Uh, Bitcoin was down about a thousand dollars today. And it is currently down about four dollars and four dollars, four point four six percent. And what's starting to happen now is, of course, I do believe that there's going to be, uh, you know, there may be some support here at twenty one hundred. We're very close to that right now, as you can see. This is the year to date. This is the daily chart, but let's look at the year to date chart. As you can see, we moved really from about uh, at the beginning of the year. We were all the way up here at about 48. We're currently about half of that, a little bit less than that. So not a good situation here. Uh, could it go lower? Absolutely. But I think that, you know, with the weakness in some of these uh, companies like Coinbase, um, even if, you know, even if you have it in the account, you may not be able to get it out. So I would be, you know, very careful about this, but, and I'm not trying to start a run or anything like that, but remember, these wallet companies, they're not banks. They're not insured. And so uh, it's limited in terms of the the the, the uh, it's limited to the amount of uh, you know cash that they have on hand. And some of these some of these companies uh, are going to have trouble meeting their margin calls. So I would be extremely careful here. And uh, I would I would if if I had any Bitcoin, which I don't have any, 
uh, or even in some of the other ones, I would be trying to withdraw cash right now because remember, cash is king uh, right now. It has done far better than um, you know, far far better than uh, than anything else. That's basically the number one um, uh, right now, at least for the last six months. They've had the best uh, the the best uh, um, return. So be very very careful with Bitcoin. Um, and especially the, the, the coin companies. They, they just don't have the liquidity, and you don't want to be caught on one of the, you don't want to become a general creditor. Um, you know, you, you don't want to become a general creditor here because if they do go bankrupt, um, you know, and of course I don't know, you know, I don't have any inside information on this, but if they do, uh, you know, if, if, they, if they do go bankrupt, um, it's, it's very, very possible that you will become a general creditor if you have a um, if 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 you have a um, a claim in one of these, and what that means is, and this is kind of perverse, what that means is, of course, that um, you would end up being you know you would end up being you know after you know the 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 the, uh, um, the senior creditors like the you know the, the bondholders and all that stuff in in these companies they'd come way before you, and you'd be way back down at the bottom you know with the you know. <laughs> With, with the guys that uh, you know, with the janitorial company. So I'm just saying I'm not, and I'm and I'm not making any dispersions here. Not, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not you know, anything like that. But you got to look at it very very carefully. Let's look at the let's look at the chart of Coin. This is Coinbase, C O I N, and of course this was a very big IPO. I actually owned this one for about five minutes. When it IPO'd, I uh, I basically bought it and then I resold it. Basically thirty minutes later. Yeah, there we go. I bought it on this day here, and then I actually sold it up here. But you know, basically, I bought it and then I just pushed my stop loss up. So not really kind of a kind of a weird way to go here. But this one is going lower, and it's probably going to go a lot lower. Currently, the relative strength is one. Uh, if you'll notice, it's a 51 after hours. Let's kind of see how it traded. You know, with on this news. Yeah, it, it tra it's been trading down. I mean, it's one, two, three, four. It's really only been about oh, I don't know, a few few days out there, and it's been it's been traded down here from about eighty, which was basically last week to fifty. So it's just it's just losing the air's coming out of the tire. If you have an account at Coinbase and you have anything in it, I would really consider uh, being um, uh, you know being um, being really proactive here because these companies can easily go bankrupt. If they go bankrupt, you're going to be in a world of hurt because you're going to be a general creditor, and uh, you know you may <laughs> be in a situation where you you can't withdraw anything. So, uh, anyways, that's kind of the that's kind of the take on it. All right, let's take a look at some of the other things here before we get into the questions uh, from everyone. And um, yeah, so there we go. Okay, so basically. I wanted to show you the bulls versus the bears here. Uh, and what this is, of course, is this is sort of the general sentiment of the market. Now, we're going to have a big uh, Fed meeting t uh, tomorrow. They're going to be raising the interest rates probably 75%, um, point 75, which is, you know, which is uh, um, about three quarters of a, a percent. And if you'll notice, the number of people that are bearish on the market, these are writers typically. Has exceeded now the ones that are that are bullish on it. So when that happens, interestingly enough, this is typically a sign that we're actually nearing a bottom. But we're I don't think we're there yet. But I wanted to show you this very interesting thing. We've got uh, right now out there the bulls are about 35%, bears are about 40%, uh, and the bears now they're you know the riders the the, the stock uh, market riders are a little bit bearish right now in the market. Obviously, pretty much everything has been down. And uh, I'm going to show you the shorts that I have, but basically I'm going to show you the three things that I'm holding long, <laughs> and I'm not holding very much long. I'm mostly in cash. Uh, the one thing I do have is the uh, ProShares UltraShort 20-year plus. This is the TBT, and what is when the interest rates go up, this one typically goes up too. So this is an interesting, uh, interesting fund. We'll show you the chart on it. I've done pretty well on it uh, in the last. 15 days. I've had it for about two weeks. I bought it basically back here on um, on May 31st. I bought I bought about a half position, and then I've actually added to it 
it's been moving up. It's off a little bit after hours. I'm probably going to be selling this one just because, you know, it's that old saw, you know, uh, buy on rumors, sell on, sell on news. And, of course, we're going to have the Fed meeting, and there's going to be news. And probably, if, you know, if everything goes uh, the way I think it'll go, probably this will pull back a little bit. So not, this is not an advertisement to buy this right now. I'm going to be selling it, waiting to see what happens, and then hopefully going from there. So uh, this is definitely one that uh, you might want to take a look at. A um, little bit down on BP, a little bit down on Shell. I'm still kind of bullish on this sector, on the, uh, on, on the oil sector. It's really the only sector that I'm, that I'm bullish on. I did sell my position in Chevron and took a little profit there which was nice. Again, I'm just not holding a whole lot. As you can see, this is sort of my, uh, what I did is I've, I've made three buys so far on BP, you know, kind of coming up here as it's coming up to that pivot, the pivot being 34.16. We bought here on the second, and then we bought on the third, and then we bought on the eighth. Now, it's pulled back a little bit from the pivot. No surprise there, really, because that's typically where resistance is. So hopefully we're going to see, if, as we go through this meeting tomorrow, I think we'll probably see a bounce, but the question is where. I think it's going to be on the 10-day line. Let's see how far above that 10-day line that we are. Let's see. Okay, technicals. Yeah, so we're about we're about 5% above, 5.9% above the 10-day line. I think we're going to pull back closer to that 10-day line, which is at 32.60, and I think that's probably where we'll go higher from there. That typically is the way it's trending there. So that is BP. Let's take a look at Shell. That's the only other thing that I'm holding. It's SHEL. And uh, what I'm trying to find right now is an entry point for ExxonMobil, which I do think is the superior, the superior oil stock right now. Uh, I'm not in it uh, just because I can't find a good entry. Uh, believe me that when we get a good entry, we'll probably be going in it. This uh, Shell, a uh, little bit disappointing. I bought up here probably a little bit extended because I bought out of the buy zone. This is the reason why it's so important to buy, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, not to buy extended. The the uh, the buy point on this one at 56.13. We're currently below, believe it or not, we're below that buy point. But I still think that we're going to start to see this start to see some some movement here uh, upwards. But uh, you know, a little bit disappointing. I probably should only be buying below and right at the buy point. Um, I don't have a very big position in Shell. I'm just trying to have a pilot position. But I do like the stock. I just uh, It just hasn't been performing as well as I would have liked. Uh, but uh, BP is, is holding its own. Um, and then, of course, I took profits on Chevron. Coming up, I am looking for a, um, a, uh, looking for a place to get into Exxon. And Exxon is, is, is acting very nice. It's, it's pulled up here. It did peak, and then it's come back down. But it's right at the 21-day line. That's not a bad place to buy it, by the way. This, I think, is viable right now. And I'm probably, you know, depending on how it goes tomorrow, I'm probably going to start trying to build a position. Even though it's a little bit extended, it's above that, um, above that, uh, that cup with handle, the value point being 89 30, uh, 89, excuse me, 89.90. So it is a little bit above that. But this, I think, is viable uh, right now. And that's ExxonMobil. That's really the only one I like long right now. I've just, I've been going through my, my screens and it's just, it's tough because there's not a whole lot out there to buy. But uh, I think XOM is viable. And um, you know, I do think that uh, you know they're going to do very well. I mean, in this in this environment, uh, I do think they're going to do very very well. So uh, this is viable right at this. Uh, I think it's viable right now. I'm I'm not in it currently. Uh, I did you know I took took profits. I, I came in here, I bought, and then I and then I closed out. But uh, I'm going to probably try to get another entry into Exxon Mobil. Here's kind of how the small portfolio looks. I only have one thing currently in the small portfolio, and of course that's the TBT. That's the uh, uh, that is the bond fund that uh, that is inverse to the um, as you know from probably taking this in finance class. 
as interest rates go up for bonds, the value of them goes down. So this is an inverse of that. So as the price, as the interest rates for bonds go up, this one goes up as well. This is a 2x, and this is on the 20 plus the 30-year bond. So as the 30-year bond goes up, this one goes up too. Now, I'm probably going to be selling this one tomorrow just because it is getting to the point where I think, you know, it, the, the facts are out on this one. I've held this one for 15 days. We're up about 7.6% uh, on it. Not a bad little, not a bad little pop on it. Uh, but we'll probably be getting rid of it just because, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not, it, it's, you know, it, the old saw again is uh, buy on rumor, sell on news. And I think that's kind of the way it goes. All right, let's get to the short positions. These are the positions that um, typically will do, as, as a stock is going down, these go up. Now, I did enter a new short position uh, basically yesterday. This is a bear put spread on Hershey. Now, I tried to enter uh, a bear put spread on Palo Alto Networks. No dice. I couldn't get, I couldn't get, a, uh, couldn't get a fill, so I'm going to be probably trying that tomorrow. But let's take a look at the Hershey one. This is, if you've been watching me and you're on the action trailers, I think I, I put this out on, did I put this out on Monday? I can't remember what day I put this one out, but we did put it out there. Uh, HSY, of course, is the symbol. Now, I don't think this is actionable. Let's just take a look to see if it is, if this one is actionable. Now, the way these bear put spreads work is as the stock goes down, <laughs> as the stock goes down, it goes up. Well, it looks like after hours I got skunked. Yeah, so, so it's gonna, it's, this is not going to react well. Ah, okay, so after hours, this, this went up tremendously. So I'm going to have a situation. Probably going to have to close this one tomorrow based on this, uh, based on what I'm seeing here. Yeah, probably going to have to close this. Probably going to have to close this one tomorrow. Uh, I'm just looking at that. Oh, goodness. Uh, and this one, uh, 216, so it went up almost 4.9%. Don't know why that was. Um, so I'm probably going to have to close this one earlier or move it forward. Ah, oh, that's kind of disappointing. Oh, well. I was up very nicely on this one. See, this is the danger of shorting. I was up about 100 bucks on this one, but tomorrow this will, this will change. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to probably have to close this one or adjust it a little bit because uh, based on the stock price of uh, 206.79 and then the after hours, for some reason, it got a huge bump. And so that one might be a, might be a, might be an issue. So Here's the thing, I would consider possibly, I don't know why that would be the case, but uh, I would consider possibly uh, moving this one forward. Um, exposure isn't too bad on this one. We, this was only a small one, but we may have to, we have, may have to close this one early uh, as well. Um, yesterday, I did close the short on, um, um, let's see, the, the, sh the short on American Express. We did really well on that one, and then we're still in the one on Nike. Let's take a look. Oh, come on back there. Yeah, we're we're still in the one on Nike. Nike. So let's look at Nike NKE. Uh, all right. Let's kind of look at that. Oh, okay, that's continuing to move lower. So that's 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 performing correctly. <laughs> that one's looking pretty decent. Earnings in 13 days. This one fell again. So this one's looking pretty good. The uh, the spread on this one, on the Nike one, is, uh, this is a 121.15, so we are definitely below, and this is very good, we're definitely below the, 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 the where we make the money. So we're going to probably be, <laughs> we're going to be holding on to this one. We may be changing up on the Hershey one. Let's look at uh, Costco. We've got a little bit of time on. Let's look at the Netflix one. We're getting ready on the Netflix uh, this this short is looking pretty. Oh, it, okay. So it went up a little bit in the after hours. Not a lot. Forty six cents. Um, we're still trying to get into the zone on this one uh, for Netflix. We've got a one seventy five one seventy. Uh, so we're definitely we're definitely in the money right now. We're at one one sixty eight. So that's looking pretty decent. This one should be. Uh, this one start should start really cash flowing here. We're getting relatively close to the expiry, which is on the 24th. So 
probably have to do something with uh, Hershey. Now, here's the thing about Hershey. Um, we can we can probably we'll probably what we'll do is we'll move this one up and out uh, tomorrow. And if you are on the action trade alerts, uh, I mean, and, and if you are on the uh, uh, the Discord room, by the way, uh, I'll be showing you how to do how how to do that, how to take this one, and probably go up and out on it. So we're going to have to fix this one on Hershey. Looks like tomorrow. So that's going to be one of the first things that I do tomorrow uh, on the uh, action trade alerts. Um, so sometimes you just don't get them right, but uh, you know sometimes you do. So. There you go. All right. Well, um, let's start taking questions here. Thank you, everybody, for holding on. Appreciate it. Okay. Let's take the first question. Thanks, Lisa, again. Is Starbucks shortable? Well, I think so. I just I wasn't able to um, I wasn't able to do it yesterday. I just uh, I'm probably gonna you know I'm I'm gonna have to deal in the morning with Hershey. Uh, but I think Starbucks possibly is shortable. Let's take a look at the, at the screen and kind of look at it. This is a good pattern for shorting. Uh, it's come up. It's come up above that 21-day line. It it got uh, it uh, got resistance at the 50-day at the 50-day line, and then it started to make its descent down. Now the question is, if you did short it, now I wouldn't obviously. I'd only do this with with puts. Uh, doing a put spread, but uh, I think it's very likely uh, this one will pull down. Probably, uh, let's like kind of get an idea, just just a really quick idea of where this one should move. We're going to kind of draw a little trend line here. We're going to look out in the future about a month. So let's see if we can look out about a month there. Okay, yeah, and then and then looking out in the future about a month. Kind of, it's a little bit tough on the screen here, but uh, we're gonna. Uh, this one should be should be right at about. I think yeah, we're gonna end up. You know, if we go right about there, we're gonna end up in a month at about 60. So that's kind of where I see it. This going from about two, uh, 72 down to about 60. So what I would do is I would try to create a bear put spread. And I put the spread from from about 72 down to 62, so that's that's kind of what I would do 72 to 62 uh, on that spread. So that's kind of what I would do uh, on that, or or possibly even do a 72 uh, uh, a, a, a 72 68. But uh, that's kind of what I would look at for for uh, Starbucks. Um, it's not, you know, this probably is going to go lower, but and I think that, you know, we're going to probably in a month be at about one, about 60. So I would I would short it a little bit above that, maybe at about 62 in a month. So that's kind of where I see it going. All right, thanks. All right. Oh, Lisa, is Bitcoin good for long term five years from now? You know what? I can't tell you what's going to happen in five years. I wish I could. But, you know, there's an old adage that I think you got to live by as a trader, and that is, in the long run, we're all dead, okay? So the fact that it's not doing well now, get out of it. Why? Because, <laughs> because you know, you never know, but um, it could go to zero. I mean, there's, a, there's an absolute chance that it could go to zero. Now, am I saying it's going to go to zero? No, but I'm just saying it could go to zero. So here's the thing. If you're down more than 7%, sell now. Take your cash and wait for it to bottom. If it bottoms and you can buy it for 800, that's a great thing. But for you know, you know, playing the playing the game of what's going to happen five years in in advance, I think that's tough. A month or two, maybe that's about as far out as I go. I don't like to go out a year, two years, three years because, frankly, I just don't know what's going to happen in the world. And um, so, five years from now, I would say that you know, probably not the greatest time. You know, so I would I would be I would I would be um, trying to get my money out of any of the coin wallet companies right now, just because I think they're going to go they're going to be insolvent. Are they going to be insolvent? I don't know, but uh, most of these are not capitalized like banks. So just FYI. All right, let's take a look at some of the people coming in from um, oh Bitcoin crash. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So so here's the thing. Um, you know, people just really have to be careful 
uh, regarding this because most of these wallet companies are undercapitalized. Now, I don't have any inside information, so I'm not giving you this. I'm not giving any any financial or legal advice. But my guess is, my guess is that these people are going to have a lot of trouble coming up with some cash to cash people out. I would cash out now. Why? Because you know, in a week, you may not be able to get money out of these people. Now, I've already heard. I can't remember which ones. Several of the uh, coin-based companies, uh, not the coin-based companies, the several of the wallet companies are not allowing cash withdrawals, so they're going to be cash-starved. So that's a big, that's a big deal. So we want to make sure, if you do have some stuff in there, you know, take it out now. I think you'll be happier. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Hershey Short did great. Uh, do you ever predict an exit point? Well, you know what, Charles? I need to be better at predicting an exit point because um, I'm going to, uh, you know, tomorrow, you know, um, Hershey uh, moved up in the, in the after hours. I should have closed today. I was getting ready to, and I didn't. My mistake. Um, but uh, the way I typically uh, uh, predict an exit point is I try to see where it's gonna, where where I'm predicting it in, uh, in about uh, a month. So that's kind of what I try to do. I, I I'm getting better at predicting endpoints. Uh, yeah, it's not always the easiest thing to do, <laughs> but um, you know, you sometimes win and you sometimes don't. Unfortunately, I'm still open on mine. I, on on my on my short, I should have been, you know, I I should have been out. Um, and of course, it uh, it jumped down. I, you know, it, it alerted, and I didn't I didn't have time to close it, and that was a mistake on my part. So, anyways, I'm going to have to have to roll this thing out a little bit. I do expect uh, we're going to see Hershey move lower, uh, so I'm going to probably roll this uh, this trade out a little bit. Um, I didn't have a lot in it, so <laughs> we'll see. But thanks for watching. Thank, thanks for keeping. I, I was trying to get a fill on uh, Palo Alto Networks. This is the one I'm trying to short right now, and it just it just it wasn't working for me. Um, I didn't get a fill. Uh, P A uh, Pan W P A N W is the symbol for it. Palo Alto Networks. This is the one I want to short, and the reason I want to short it is oh, and it, and it's this is going to be a good short tomorrow. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good short tomorrow, by the way, because it 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 rallied, and this is a great rally here. It it it, it rallied up today, which is what you want. And it is, uh, it, it's now falling back after hours, just tiny bit. But the key on this rally, if you look at this, is that it only had, look at, look at the, how weak it was, uh, less than 35% of the normal, normal, um, the normal volume here. So this one is going to probably, <laughs> you never can tell, this one's probably going to fall tomorrow. Palo Alto Networks, um, again, I didn't get a fill on it, you know. Today I was just, you know, I, I was lollygagging around and I didn't get a fill on. I should have, but I definitely think this one's going to go, going to go down, as well. <laughs> just my, just my opinion. Thanks for that, Charles. I really appreciate it. Uh, huge. Oh, yeah, interestingly, you know. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, thanks for this. Uh, IWM. So that makes sense. That uh, IWM. Yeah, that does. Okay, so they're shorting the index. By the way, I recommend if you're going to do if you're going to do this is the Russell, the Russell. Oh, I know why. Look at this chart. Yeah, I, I can I can under I can understand this. Let's let's get the let's get the chart up. Oops. There we go. All right. There's the chart for the IWM. That makes total sense. Look at this. Look at this. It came up. It rallied. This is a this is a really good shorting. This is a really good shorting um, pattern here. It pulled down. It rallied up to the 20, to the 50-day uh, line, and then boom, it just couldn't hold it, and then wham, it went down. So it's now at a lower low. No, it's not. It's not quite at the bottom. It's at, at 68. So this is going to fall further. I can see why people are buying those puts um, right now. So I think I can see that very, 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 very well there. Uh, the question is, where is it going? Let's go to the weekly chart. This is kind of how I kind of look to see, you know, this is sort of my... The way I kind of look out about, um, you know, this is very, very rough. About a month as I just draw a line there, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get the tops here, and this line is the kind of the line of descent, and then I look out about a month, and currently, you know, it is uh, 
June fourteenth. So we're so we're you know we're basically here. Here and we want to look out maybe to about here. Oops. We let's get rid of that. Um, we want to look out to about here. So what we do is we just kind of draw that line. Boom. And according to this, and this is so rough, but in about a month, if it follows this this descent. And I always add a little bit here, but if it follows this rate of descent, which it probably won't exactly, it should be at about 150. That's going to be about where I predict it to be. It's going to be about 150 in a month. Let's let's draw it correctly there, Jim. Okay, this is the bottom one. It's going to be at about 150 in a month based on this trend, and this is off the weekly chart here. So this is kind of where I predict it. So at 150, that would mean it would have a drop of about 20. So I always hedge my bets a little bit and I say, well, I think it may be dropping to possibly, um, I think it may be dropping possibly to 155. Because I, I typically like to be more conservative. So for a quick way of looking at this, you just go over here to um, the options profit calculator. Let me, let me do this calculation. And see if I can uh, kind of put together a um, something for you here really quickly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of tap these into the uh, magical machine, <laughs> WM, and see what happens here. See if we can get kind of an idea of you know where you want to be. I expect the price to be about 155, and I expect it to be there in about a month. So I'm going to look at the expiry, there we go, at the 15th, I'm going to put in, say, $500 risk, oops, and let's see if we can find something that might work for us here with this. So hold on just a second, I'm going to calculate it, I'm using a calculator called the Options Profit Calculator, this is just a quick way to do a spread. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, this is a nice little. This is a nice little spread. Let's see if we have something that's decent. All right, I'm gonna. I uh, uh, let's see if we can find a debit spread. All right. So this one. Uh, this is a 159.154 put spread. Let's see if we can go with that. So this one might work if you want to do that. Let's. Uh, change that just to one contract there all right so here's 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 kind of here's kind of what I'm coming up with here I guess it's a pretty good chance of profit we'll, we'll see if we can get a, um, a fill on this but uh, let's go over here so I'm going to kind of go through what I would do with the IWM here and let's see if we can share that screen out Okay. Nope. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see if we can share that screen. Window. There we go. All right. So basically, here's kind of here's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Here. Um, if you were to do a, a bill put spread, and the reason I like these is because it has a limited, uh, th this, this has a limited, um, uh, th this limits your, your, your risk here. Um, oh, did that not work? Yeah, okay, I put some big number in there. That's not right. Oh, well, that's, that's why. <laughs> let's make sure that it's right. Okay, let's calculate that one again. All right, okay, there we go. So let's kind of look at the uh, at the at the at the profit and loss on this one. Here's here's a potential idea here that you could do, and this would be to short the IWM, which is the Russell 2000. This costs you hundred dollars, actually hundred and six dollars, uh, and that would be to buy the uh, July 15th 159 put and sell. The 154 put. That's a spread of five, so it's not a lot of spread, which is good. And this is kind of will show you sort of what's going to happen uh, on this one. If you did that, you could probably get a return of 394. Now, I don't know if you can get a fill on this, but if you can, 
it's looking pretty good. Now there's not, you know, it's a fairly low, you know, it, it, may, it may not work, but it may work. So all this, this would have to drop a significant amount. We'd have to drop about, about 7%, but I definitely think that's in the cards for the IWM for it to drop 7% in the space of about, uh, um, of about uh, um, a month. Uh, that's kind of what we're looking at. So, so basically, the IWM is right here right now. It's about 170. And then as, as the time goes on, as you can see, it would, it would uh, it, you know, as, as, as it falls, as it falls below about 162, that's where you can start to make the money. So that would be kind of how I would, I would treat this, just kind of a quick, you know, back of an envelope kind of thing and giving you, um, you know, a nice little, nice little return there. So thank you very much for that. Really appreciate that. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm not doing anything right now with this, but, you know, Hey, uh, this this is looking this is this is looking fairly good. So, we shall see what uh, what what goes on, what goes on there. All right, let's take a next question from Nick. Thank you so much. Um, are you still shorting Netflix, Hershey? I'm still shorting Nike and Hershey, but not. Oh, uh, yeah, I am. I'm 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 I am definitely. I'm I am um, shorting all of these now. Unfortunately, after hours, <laughs> Hershey jumped up. There was a huge, there was a huge jump up on it. So, I'm not doing as well as this. Is this at, at the, at the uh, you know, I probably should have closed this one. Uh, Hershey definitely moved up, but this is kind of my results currently. I'm a little bit underwater on Costco, but Netflix we're doing good. We're up about 158. Uh, again, this was up. It's not going to be up tomorrow. And then Nike is doing really well. This is a nice short as well. So that's where I'm currently. Uh, that's where I'm. That's where I'm currently shorting. And I and I typically short with uh, bear put spreads. Why? Because they limit the risk. Because you can get you know you can, you can get it wrong. And I do all the time. So I try to limit that. But uh, <laughs> you get them wrong every now and again. I mean you know for for every for every American Express that you get you know making a G in four days. You're going to get some ones that are going to not 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 work as well. I'll probably extend. Um, I'll probably just hold a day on on uh, you know because it's already after hours. I'm probably going to hold a day on Hershey. I still think that I think I still think there's a downward trend. I may have to extend that one out, but tomorrow that's not going to look as good, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. All right. Uh, off your suggestion, I got into Hershey in the AM. And out, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I wish that I had been, I wish I had followed your lead there, Charles, because you were absolutely right about it. Um, I shouldn't have held this. I got kind of busy and I didn't close that spread. It, it alerted me and I should have, boom, been right on it. Um, well, so, I, but that's great. No, congrats, congrats on that one, on that Hershey spread. All right, Hershey is a, Oh, it's a glitchy. Oh, it's not up after. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that, Lisa. I was gonna, I was gonna say, wow, I'm, I'm kind of gonna bit. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for that so much. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Hershey. Okay, let's see. Uh. Uh, HSY after hours. All right. Okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. Thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Lisa. Yeah, because after hours it says <laughs> it says that after hours it's two o six seventy nine. So that works well for me. Yeah. Okay. So I won't. I won't be changing that. I won't be changing that on Hershey, so that's right about the same amount. It's the same after hours. I'm liking that. Okay, that's great. All right, thank you very much for that, Lisa. All right, let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you so very, very much. All right, G-E-O-V-G. Uh, this is from uh, Gary. Gary Lee, thank you very much, Gary Lee. Uh, let's analyze your stock. G E O no sorry uh, G E V O 
Let's look at that. Okay. All right. And that is interesting. Inglewood, Colorado. What is this? Renewable feedstocks alternative for petroleum-based products. Kind of cool. Kind of a penny stock. Um, you know, would I buy it? Um, well, I'm not so sure that I would buy it. Let's, let's get the right chart. That helps. And I'm going to go get that right chart. All right. Here is GEVO, and it's headquartered in uh, Inglewood, Colorado. Kind of cool. Uh, and I use Weeble. Oh, is that hmm, interesting? Um, okay, and so they got a big jump. Look at that. This is on the fundamentals, by the way. We're looking at the fundamentals now on the weekly chart. Uh, the the sales were up 156 percent, but we're still losing money. I'm not very excited about that. Now, normally I don't start out with the fundamental analysis. I start out with the technical analysis. So let's do the technical analysis. Here's the technical analysis. The first thing you look when you look at the chart, start with the weekly chart, and let's see what direction it's going. Well, it's not going in the right direction. It's going from Seattle to Miami, which is a fun trip, but not for a stock. So this is in a downward trend. This stock is in a downward trend. So I would I don't like buying any stock in a downward trend. I like shorting in a downward trend, but I don't like going long in a downward trend. So this is in a downward trend. There's been some selling going on here. So unfortunately, Gary, I would say no go. I would not buy this one because it just doesn't work. Unfortunately, it's in a downward trend. It's in a fairly good industry. The fundamentals look good, but it's still losing money. So I would just have to pass on this one, and it's a penny stock. Typically, stocks below $10 a share are not as good. So that's just something you got to deal with, unfortunately. Let's get to look at Jay. Okay, the end of the world begins now. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. But you know what? I did. I was at the I was at the Winco shopping supermarket last night, and I did buy extra refried beans, and I, I stocked up on canned goods. So definitely a good thing to do uh, there. All right, thanks, Charles. Um, Lisa did. Oh, ten by ten strand. Nice. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Ah, excellent. Thank you. All right, let's look, see if we can ultra short. <laughs> ultra, ultra beauty has done really well. Now, I've been told, maybe Lisa could help me with this one, that in recessions, one of the things, one of the areas, one of the companies that does really well are cosmetics. And that just seems to be something that people just aren't willing to skimp on. And Alta Beauty has been a fantastic stock all the way around. We're looking at the weekly chart here. Uh, and this one, believe it or not, is still trading above the 50-day line. Not that many stocks are. Um, but look at that nice uh, increase in sales, increase in profits. This is a really good stock. I, the, my only fear on this one right now is, you see, this black line is the 200-day is the moving average. It's above that. So this is a strong stock. This is a strong stock. Now, unfortunately, the market itself is weighing it down, but this is a very, very strong stock. Look at this. It's just, but would I buy it here? Well, I would be a little bit careful, Nicholas. I would be a little bit careful. Why? Because this market is just so screwy. I, I just, I don't like being in this part of the market. I just don't like, I don't like being in this part of the market. All right, let's take, a, so I would, I would pass. I would definitely pass on this one. Let's look just really quickly at some of the areas in the market that uh, might work. Um, and, this, and this is basically the, the this is the, what I'm, what I'm going to show you here next is the strength indicator uh, of, you know, um, of, of, the mar of, of the market. And you can actually get this chart. I have it set up. Let's see if I can get into it here. Let's pull it up. Okay, and then it's, uh, here's the heat map. All right, let's get that heat map up.
just getting this up as we speak. There we go. Here it is. Here's the industry group map. All right, and this is kind of what I wanted to show you, uh, everybody here. It's kind of like where the strength in the market is, because you know, you know, we've been talking about all this weakness, and there's a lot of weakness. So, and again, I'm mostly in cash, um, but if you'll notice, let's kind of go, let's move out a little bit to this week. Okay, did we? There we go. All right, the number one area currently in the market. And you can see this by color coding. The number one area in the market right now is <laughs> the U.S. E&P. It's the it's the E&P area. So that's the number one area. Oil and gas integrated. This is where, of course, the big boys like Exxon Mobil live. This is one of the reasons why I'm trying to pick up some Exxon Mobil because the integrators are just doing very very well. Uh, of course, CVX is in there, but I sold that. I took a little profit on that one. Oil and gas pipeline oil and gas refining, and specialty chemicals. The other ones are coal and solar. So basically, if you look at the top 10 areas in the market, the top 10 sectors, they're all energy, all right, um, followed by uh, ships. So really, right now, the market just is punishing most everything. And this is one of the reasons why I am not as interested in doing, um, I may be doing, you know, I'm, I, I'm just not interested in the other areas of the market. Now, Nicholas, of course, is talking about Alta, sh shorting Alta, which, um, you know, which, we, which is probably not a good place to short Alta, and I'll show you why th that is the case. So let's go over to the screen and look at Alta here. Am I, am I on Alta? Should be, yeah, I'm on Alta. Yeah. Here's why it's not a good idea to short this thing, because right now Alta Beauty is above the, uh, it, it's above that 200-day uh, line. Okay, so because it's above the 200-day line, that it, it's showing strength. This is one of the strongest stocks uh, in the market. Now, typically you want to short something that has been strong and is getting weak, but right now this is too strong. So I would not short Alta Beauty. I would not short Alta Beauty. Uh, I didn't quite understand your question before, unfortunately, Nicholas. I would read it wrong. But I would not short Alta Beauty here. And the reason why is because it's above the 200-day line. And that's just is not a good place for short. But I really appreciate the question because, uh, obviously, you're thinking really, really smart. Uh, let's take a one for, for uh, James. He was looking at Ollie. Ollie is really interesting. It's Ollie's bargain outlet. And they're going to expand from 400 stores to 1,000 stores in the next like two years. Um, this is one of the strongest of the discounters out there. And I really like the store. Uh, I really like the store. There's actually one in my area. But would I buy it here? Probably not. And the reason is I just don't like to buy anything below that 200-day line. Now, that said, it's just about the 200-day line. So we might be in a situation where we could, where we could buy this. Now, the retailers, the discount variety, they're at number 68, so they're not doing quite as well uh, as, as some of the, uh, you know, as, as the oil and gas, obviously. So I'm a little bit leery to buy anything long in, the, in that area of the market. I just, I, I just am because of, you know, the way the, 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 the way the strength is working. So let's look at the, um, let's, look, let's look at the, at, at, at the, at the overall strength of, this um, this area. So that's going to be number 68. So this is going to be way down here. So we're going to go all the way down here to about 68, which is right here. It's retail department stores. And uh, this is the discount department stores. But uh, this is actually doing pretty well. And it's coming up. So, you know, the, this may, you know, we, we are seeing some strength there. So it's not all a negative story. I mean, they're, they've definitely moved up a lot. They've moved up 24 points. So there must be something going on there. So, you know, Ollie's Bargain Outlet might be, might be a good one. I'm going to watch it, though, uh, and probably not buy it long. I just, right now, I just, I want to see uh, some more 
you know, I just, I just, I just want to see some more strength in that sector. It's not, the, it's not Ollie's. I like Ollie's. It's just I want to see more strength in the sector uh, for Ollie's. Let's look at the weekly. I can look at it really quick. Boom. All right. Yeah, it's starting to make this move up. It's, it's bottomed. We're still in this downward trend, but the question is, have we started to make a move up? Now, 90 relative strength. That's very strong, by the way. And if it can move above that 200-day line, then we're in the buy zone. So this is actually in the buy zone. So, you know, it's look, it's after hours. It's up um, two. Wow, look at this. There's a lot of people buying. It's 131. I guess the reason they're buying is I heard something about Ollie's is that, you know, the other department stores are all weak. And so basically what they're going to do is they're going to buy all their merchandise and discount it and blow it out. So there might be something here, uh, James. I'm going to watch list this right now. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm probably not, I wouldn't buy this one right out. I don't think it's buyable at this moment, but I think uh, Ollie's, O-L-L-I, uh, is watchlistable. If that's a word. I don't think it's a word, but um, <laughs> I've made it up. So I think Ollie is watchlistable. That's not really a word, but I'm putting it out there anyways. All right, we're almost at the end. Thank you, everybody, so much for taking a look at my show. Um, and let's take the last question. Is MU dead? <laughs> is it going to come back from the dead? Ooh, a good question. MU, I like this company too. This is a Micron technology. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's not looking that good, man. I hate to say that. I hate to say this. This is why it's so, so important. And this is the hardest rule to learn, by the way. Well, there's two really hard rules to learn. One is... Uh, and this and this is you know I just put that out there all the time. But one is if a stock is down more than seven percent, you just gotta let go of it, especially in this market. So um, even if it's the greatest stock in the world, you just gotta because you're gonna get skunked. Uh, you know you're gonna get skunked if uh, you know you're gonna get skunked if uh, it goes against you. So on this one, you know it, it. I think there is a hope of it coming back. I think that you know, but it it, it could be a while. Let's look at the monthly. I mean, you know, we've gone, you know, we were at the top here. So it, it, it is, I mean, it's, it's a, this is a great company. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think that it's starting to fall off of it. It may get some support down here at about 30. So I would just, if you're down more than 7% on this one, just sell it and wait. Uh, but right now, it is still, it's still in a long-term upward trend, but it's starting to, Lose support at the fifth at the 200-day line, so that is problematic, and uh, we shall see. But I, I would I would be out of this one if if you're down more than um, if you're down more than um, seven percent. Uh, so I would be down. I would out be out of this one. All right, everybody. Thank you so very much. By the way, if you haven't already joined our action trade alerts, please do so. Really appreciate it because uh, it it helps me also like this show that really helps me too and uh also subscribe if it's, if you're watching on youtube really appreciate that so please all right thank you everybody.